0: Welcome to the Steven Mansfield Audio Podcast. I want to talk to you in this podcast about a lie, a belief system that I call the big lie. It is, in my mind and from my experience, the one belief that kills almost everything good in life. It kills almost everything that people are destined to be. It completely dissolves all potential. It shuts down all momentum. It is, in my view, the big lie. And the big lie, and this can be applied, by the way, personally or societally or systemically, uh, professionally, um, the big lie is I can't change. Things can't change. I got to tell you, I experienced this. I witnessed this big lie time after time after time. It is the thing I've become extremely sensitive to because I hear it over and over and every time. I I am aware that it is absolutely this belief uh, about people, things, governments, businesses, uh, families. This is the lie that kills all potential and that completely blocks destiny. You know, I live in D.C., of course, as many of you know, and I work in politics to some extent. I advise and consult and train and have a leadership consulting firm and so on. And so I have heard a great deal from my friends on the right about John Boehner and how he has to go, how he's one of the worst, um, you know, majority leaders that we've ever had. Um, of course, now he's going to be Speaker of the House. Uh, but but just, you know, he needed to go. He, he wouldn't stand up to Mr. Obama. He wouldn't represent cause. He wouldn't uh, stand firm. He was always caving in. Um, There was even a cartoon in one major publication today where the uh, Republicans gave him a congratulations gift, and it was a spine. They were basically giving him a spine because he hadn't had one. I mean, I have heard this over and over and over. And then what happens? They put him back in office. Somebody is believing that change, a change that according to the polls, most Republicans believe is necessary, is not possible. It might be necessary, it might be preferable, but it's not possible. Um, I am I am horrified today to hear um, that 12 people were killed in a magazine office in Paris, shot by radical Muslims who were offended by that magazine's depiction uh, in cartoons of the Prophet Muhammad. Um When will Europe realize that it's going to have to make changes or this is going to continue? Uh, Europe is not prepared for the absolute tsunami of Islamic radicalism that is about to arise against it. Europe is hesitant. Europe is dithering. Europe does not believe it can make a change. And I have to tell you, unless a change is made, you are going to um you're going to see the end of England and France as we have known it. They will be Islamic republics. Um, and of course the, the the Europeans have been very, very slow to back the Kurds uh, who are pointing the way to moderate Islam. Uh, even though they're 97% Muslim as a people. So why, why no change? Because someone believes change is isn't ha- impossible. Isn't All things are inevitable. All things are fixed. Destinies are predetermined. Nothing can be done. This is the lie. That traps people in smallness. This is the lie that causes people to not change. I'll tell you what, I see it a great deal, especially among men. As you know, I've written a book on men, Mansfield's Book of Manly Men, and I I work with men a lot, consult with men a lot, consult about men a lot. And I hear it time and again. It's funny. Men are made to conquer. They're made to thrive. They're made to break new territory, break new ground. Um, They're they're made to um, sort of uh, make changes, really. Uh, Women are, this is, of course, these are extreme uh, generalizations. But but, but overall, um, women think in terms of the immediate condition. They think in terms of the context. Men think in terms of forward motion and uh change of of uh, you know sort of new horizons in a sense it's it's it 's not true of every single man or woman but it 's uh it 's what all the uh aptitude tests tend to show about men and women um, but boy, men very quickly are willing to be talked out of forward motion, destiny, uh, dominion, whatever you want to call it, um, and quickly believe, well, things are just the way they are. I have to be like my father. My father was a drunk. I'll be one. My father was fat. I'll be fat. My father never accomplished much. I will. Um, I'll do the same. I'm trapped by my family heritage. I'm trapped by an economy. I'm trapped by the rise of a feminist movement. I'm trapped by my own past mistakes. And of course, it is not true. It is not true. Change is Possible, and why is this? Why, 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 why should people believe that change is possible? That that things can be better. It's because life is pliable. Life is not made with concrete. And I don't mean this primarily as a, just a personal motivational talk. I I mean this in the sense of everything that we care about, everything that we believe is good, from the rescuing of boys to the to the fixing of racism in this country to the uh, to the personal changes that you need to make so that you can be a effective in your life, uh, all the way up to the systemic changes we need to make in everything from government to education to business. Life is pliable. Life is, life is made out of malleable stuff. Life is not made uh, out of steel and concrete that can't be moved until a hundred years later when it all decays. First of all, just consider this. Life is powered by change. Life, I mean, from the moment someone is born, what do they start doing? They start changing. Their whole life is measured by change. Uh, they, they grow. They change. They morph. We chronicle that. We see it at family reunions. We, we, we see it in photographs. And From the moment you are born, change is uh, automatic. You, you change or you die. And, uh, and so life accommodates change. Life welcomes change. Your whole system, your whole body, uh, it's absolutely fascinating to study this, is standing by waiting for the possibility of change. Do, you, you should read sometime about brain science and what will happen if you just try new habits or different habits, um, or what will happen if you read differently, uh, or, or if you ch- if just simply changing which hand you hold your, your um, cell phone in. And which hand you run your apps with will actually change your uh, the constitution of your brain. Your, your, your brain, your synapses, your, the biochemistry of your brain will begin to change because your body delights in change. You start lifting weights, you start fasting a bit, you start uh, working out, you start changing what you eat. Your body joyously goes into a change mode and accommodates the changes you want to make. Um, your heart, your mind, uh, you start seeking God, you start repenting, you start changing how you orient your inner life, you start ejecting bitterness and despair. It's astonishing how fast the changes register Um, from your eyes to your very skin to your internals, your blood pressure, your body systems. You are made for change. And I'll tell you what, um, the world honors change. The world is standing by um, to applaud the changes that you would make. Think about how we often talk about famous people uh, or people who have accomplished something. Well, he flunked out of school, but 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 he invented the light bulb. Well, he was in prison once, but but now he's working uh, in the inner cities and changing lives. Well, uh, you know, she she was a great big fat girl who everybody hated in high school. But now look at her. She's on stage. She's won the contest. She got the record. Record deal. She's, she's a wealthy, beautiful woman. People want to applaud change because they want to believe that change is possible. In fact, uh, leadership really is all about leading people in effective change, having first convinced them that change is possible. Think about what Churchill did. Think about what Teddy Roosevelt did. Think about what Franklin Roosevelt did. Think about what Lincoln did. They should, they told people that change was possible. They gave them a roadmap to change, and then they inspired them to follow that map into a greater future. So, again, I'm not just intending this as... Um, as, as a, a, a cheering on as kind of a motivational talk. I want you to look around you. I want you to think about your life, but I also want you to think about the world in which you live. Are you disgusted by Ferguson and the Manhattan shootings and what's going on? Well, are you talking to your local police? Are you writing? Are you figuring out sane ways to bring change? Are you going to law school? Are, are you majoring in, um, in, in something that will help you? Uh, help make a change? Uh, Are you grieved by what you see in your community? What are you doing to make a change? Change is possible. And remember this final thought, leadership, leadership happens when someone takes responsibility for needed change. That's when leadership happens. Leadership happens when a when a when a grandma looks around her neighborhood and says, "You know, there's trash everywhere. I'm going to get some people together and we're going to pick this stuff up." Leadership happens when someone says, "You know what? We can change this thing with the boys in our neighborhood. We can we can make a difference." Uh, someone's providing leadership when they look at their family and realize that that angry, negative, depressed, alcohol-ridden uh, people in their family line have never. Uh, been shown a better way. So they stop the negatives, start the positives, maybe get degrees, maybe become successes in their field, and point a new way. My favorite example of that is Rudy, the great movie Rudy, where no one had ever been to college and basically they were a family who loved each other but didn't believe that accomplishment was possible for them. And then one of them did it. And when Rudy went to college, what are we told at the, on the very final scene? That all of his brothers and sisters went to college after him. So Don't believe the big lie. The big lie is change is not possible. It is possible. It's necessary. And we are living in an age in which one individual can produce massive change if they are first willing to change themselves. Don't believe the lie. Take responsibility for change and then lead others by convincing them change is possible, giving them a roadmap to change, and then leading them and inspiring them towards the change that will lead to a brighter future. That's how we ought to start this new year, and that's the truth that some of us need to confront in our lives, in our businesses, in our churches, and in our nations. Stephen Mansfield is a New York Times best-selling author and popular speaker who coaches and advises leaders worldwide. To learn more about Stephen, log on to stephenmansfield.tv. The Stephen Mansfield Podcast is produced by Isaac Darnell, who also wrote and performed the Rockin' Podcast theme song. This is a Chartwell Literary Group production. Chartwell is ingeniously led by Beverly Darnell Mansfield. As a result, all rights are reserved. For more information, contact us through stephenmansfield.tv.